Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Dev, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk? Focus on a national level, roll with the topic. Sort of like the rubber when it's game time, like the fat five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The four for 26, so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. What up? What's good, War Room family? You're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports. Of course, on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, I'm one of your hosts. I'm the Bull, Dev McMillan. And I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. We got B. Austin in the building. We got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. Look, the NBA, the NHL bubble playoffs are both underway. And they both had their moments thus far. We're going to give you our observations from the NBA playoff bubble and a whole lot more. So sit sit back, you know, rap with us. You can do so by signing in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Um, shout out to Neil, who's holding it down in the in the chat room as well. Also got to give her a birthday shout out because it wasn't quite during last week's show and it's not quite during this week's show. It just landed somewhere in the middle, like over the weekend. So happy birthday to you, one of our uh, biggest supporters. Um, so jump in that Block Talk Radio uh, chat room and, and and check her out there. We'll also be taking your calls on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. As usual, before we get started, got to remind you guys that during the week when we're not live on the air, you can remember to check us out. All the archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on our own network at warroomsports.com. Uh, also on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, Blog Talk, uh, Google and Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, the War Room Sports Podcast Network and their shows are, are, are definitely uh, going to be there. So uh, make sure you guys do that during the week when we're not live, when we can't call in, when you want to just hear something that we did before, or if you missed the show, you know, in the prior weeks, just do what you got to do, do what you can. We know this whole podcast game is an on-demand thing, so check us out. What up, bro? What's going on, B. Austin? What's the deal, man? How you living? Man, how am I living? I'm a full-fledged, right. card-carrying, certified member right. of the Soccer Dads Association of America. That's how I'm living. You're? Hello? All right. Yeah, seems as if we're having some technical problems here. Neil, can you hear me now? Mike, Mike check. I know we Mike went check. out for can a minute. Hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we're we're good now. Yeah. Something something happened. Um, Neil, just give us a yes, a thumbs up, or something, just to make sure you can hear us before we go on and say a whole bunch of stuff that nobody can hear. Waiting on you, so hurry up. All right, she can hear us now. So let's get it going, and let's get it going now. Let's jump into these hot topics, and hot topics are brought to you by my bookie. 
War Room family, we tell you every week it's time for you to make some money sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, now's the time. So go check them out. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here. So lay down some bread on the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses at payout time. You win, you get your chicken fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wages after the game starts. Join now and my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. Period. That's all there's to it. All right, so B. Austin, uh, tonight is the NBA draft lottery. It's like a lot of stuff because of this whole COVID thing, because of the quarantine, the shutdowns, and the restarts. It's like a lot of things kind of creep up on you. Like, you don't, you know, they're holding this at, creep up I'm not even going to say the usual you. time, because this is usual, like a June type thing. Um, during the, the conference finals, sometime during the playoffs. So they did hold off, and they're doing it during the playoffs. Um, so that's tonight. You have uh, a lot of teams vying, of course, for that number one spot, uh, the Warriors, Surprisingly, <laughs> the Cavs, as usual, the Timberwolves, um, all of these teams have the best odds of experiencing that best possible op- outcome with a shared 14% chance of winning the lottery and that coveted number one overall pick. But when it comes down to this, the team and the you know potential team that wins the number one overall pick, we always got to take a look at some of the players who um, – you know, might be the player to be taken in that particular spot. So as far as players are concerned and teams are concerned, like who could possibly come away as the big winner? And I know, you know, the scouts, they think it's a three-man race between James Wiseman from Memphis, LaMelo Ball from, um, from uh, what's his name? Uh, LeVar Ball Spawn. From LeVar's from um, LeVar's ball. Okay. Right. <laughs> from <And> LeVar's ball. <laughs> and um Anthony Edwards. Um this is this is amazing though. I mean a lot of people thought and said with all the things that LeVar Ball did, they thought that maybe he was gonna end up ruining LaMelo Ball. Um and a lot of people who argued the other side are going to use the fact that he is now a top three prospect in the NBA draft um, as, as LeVar knowing what he was doing. I fall somewhere in the middle. You know, I'm, I'm a supporter, but a, um, <laughs> you know, I'm somebody that's not afraid to Yo. criticize. I'm a supporter and a criticizer at the same time. And the fact that LaMelo's oh, game a got to a thinker. point, yeah, the fact that his game got to a point where he's possibly the number one prospect in the draft, even as a LeVar Ball supporter, I really don't think that the path that he was taking on, because this wasn't a path, this wasn't on purpose. Like, there was a lot of knee-jerk reactions, or, you know, to take him out of this, send him here, put him there. There was a lot of knee-jerk reactions involved in that, so I don't really think it was a plan in the first place, but of course, when this happens, LeVar Ball is going to act like it was a plan. The people who don't critically think, and they were just on his side, no matter what he did or Yo. said, are going to think it's a plan. I just think the guy, 
is good. And he got to a yeah. point, yeah. no matter where he was playing, that NBA scouts were going to be looking at him. What do you think? I mean, we, we're, we're giving it a lot of verbiage, and, and that's our job. But the bottom line, if we boil it down, he's 6'8 with a point guard skill set. And a lot of people say that now with positionless basketball, but no, he really, truly, like in truth, has a has a uh, in truth has a point guard skill set. So, I mean, how do you not take someone serious when they're six eight with a point guard skill set? Then you look at the times we lived in, and as Jimmy is is fond of saying, I'm sure our brother will, will touch on this. All attention yeah, is good attention. All, all attention, all attention is good attention. So my man has been in the news cycle for half a decade, damn near half his life. I mean, I he's say, getting he only, all of this. He's only a half a decade old. He's <laughs> in the news cycle for his whole five years of life. Yo, like five five years of in the news cycle, good or bad, you're six eight and you can do it. You know, for real, for real, as a PG, a six. I mean. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised he's maybe top three, but I'm not surprised that he's top ten at all. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, and it has nothing to do with LeVar, man. Give me that. No, I'm I'm, re- I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you. Yep. I'm, uh, you know, oh, it I'm is bad. what it is. I'm rooting against him, though. Yeah, I, I mean, you're rooting against him? Damn, dog, you hate him. Of course. Why, why are you rooting against him? I, I want to know why you're rooting against him, though. Cause I don't, I don't support, uh, I don't support what Levar Ball is about. I don't support any of that, and it confirms what his his success confirms other dickheads to come and do dickheadery. That's all that is. We, we follow. No one's gonna. I don't know about. I don't know about that. I mean, dude was one of a kind in terms of like you know having the audacity to be as brash as he was. He was the marketing guy, um, but. I mean, you know, I can't root against the young man because I don't like his pop, but that's either here nor there. Bottom line is the boy has a skill set that they said he had a skill set. Even back then, um, before he turned into the player he is now, I mean, everybody said, like, he's the one to watch out for in terms of those three brothers. I mean, his oldest brother, yeah. um, he's gonna be, AKA He's going to be better than Alonzo, probably. That I mean, like, that's not hard to be in here. Alonzo, a.k.a. <laughs> Mr. Triple Single. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Lonzo want to play out the league right now. <laughs> he said my he man gets down his... with seven. My man gets down with seven, seven, and seven. <laughs> Yo, he on his way out. The... He on his way out the league. So, um, that ain't hard to be in here. But still, and my man Jello still fighting. You know, living his hoop dreams. But I mean, Yo, it, it, I think it'll be. Interesting. You got to give Jello props for not giving up, man. <laughs> uh, sometimes you got to give up. Yeah, though. He... it's like you know, <laughs> go work at the bank He's trying. He's trying. Like truthfully, this dude, there's players in the league worse than Jello, but you know, Jello's not good enough for what their father brings for anybody to, you know, take him seriously and want to take a chance on that. Now, now, like right now, Lamelo, the prospect. Yeah, the prospect of Lamelo is that good right now that they can put up. I mean, you know. LeVar, All I'm saying is, I know dudes, I know dudes that's I know dudes that's 52 years old still putting studios in their basement because they think they're gonna be a star rapper. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna give. You know, I mean, not not saying that's what Jello's gonna be doing. He's gonna be 52 years old talking about check it up in LA Fitness because he still think he's going to the league. But 
you know. I mean, it happened. Like it happened for DMX when he was like fifty-two. So you know, it can happen. Listen, man, DMX is a weird <laughs> talent, though. DMX is anointed and highly favored. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Anointed and highly He was always a poet, but he had to start barking and shit for everybody to start paying attention to him. He needed a gimmick. <laughs> when he came the out without the gimmick, they wasn't feeling him. <laughs> The other guy's not that bright, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no, no disrespect to him, you know. I mean, listen, listen, with all due respect, and I, and I like and I like Mello, um, well, Jello, excuse me. Uh, but I watched a reality show, and um, yeah. Boy's not the brightest. Let's just put it that way. No, um, he, he so, definitely not. Uh, I mean, I think the, the latter two have, have nothing in between their ears. Um but you know that's neither here nor there. I, you know, Lonzo, he 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 seemed like he he he's, he could have some smarts up there, but it's not really working out for him as far as the game arena. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is what it yeah. is. I mean, it, it all depends upon you. And that's the craziest thing about sports, right? The craziest thing about sports, and I know some people will disagree. People listening will listen later. Is that sometimes it takes more than talent. Like you could be the most talented person in the world, but your situation can change um, how your career plays out. You know what right. I mean? Like you yeah. could be the most talented guard or forward in the world, yeah. but you end up with a bad coach and a bad franchise and a bad team, and the talent it. don't even matter. Or, <laughs> or you can be an average player, but you put put in the right situation with the right coach that knows. Putting the right, putting the right situation, and 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 you're going and you're going to shine because of the politics or luck. Politics shout out, shout out. and the ability shout to to politics. Shout out, shout out to time. Yeah, right but there. I think that. Um, yeah. Anyway. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, but what I fear of this whole thing, Melo goes one, two, or three, because um, that seems to be a lock. I do fear that a bunch of people are going to go and give his dad the props for that instead of giving this young man the props for continuing to you know, have that love and continuing to get better. Um, you can give his mom and dad props for dude continuing to grow. <laughs> but, like, even if it works out in the end, everything LeVar did, like, come on. I mean, I guess it depends upon how you look at it. Are you looking at it from the standpoint of his game or the standpoint of his popularity? And what's, and what's more important at this point? Yeah, because th- those two – those are two separate things, like his, his game versus his popularity. Because some people, to be honest, would rather have his popularity than his game. Because he's going to be a box office draw just walking in the league. And that's kind of and that's kind of my issue. It's like I, I give him props on, on network doing it again. And, yeah. And con- yeah, they hating <laughs> on you. And continuing to work. Uh, I'm gonna that toe up. I give I give him props on continuing to work, but I don't know how developed his game truly is or will be because he is so attached to the attention and he's never had an old head to correct that because his old head is coming on WWE with his shirt off. So, <laughs> yo, what are we... Come on, man. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Boy, yo, it's not even his fault. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. Like, like, you know, I, I hope, hope people, people give him his props for yo. It's, I know for continuing the work, and um, you know, just just having that love, man. No matter what happened in that situation, um, he had his eye on something, and 
he's doing what he's what he's got to do. So shout out to him. Um, we'll see where he falls. And tonight, you know, no, wherever you believe he's going to go, um, you might find out which team it is. If you think he's going to be the number one pick, we're going to find out which team will get that number one pick tonight. Uh, Jim, you said Golden something State, earlier. We, I was about to say, you are saying that earlier when we were talking, like, yo, what if the Warriors get the first overall pick? Like, how crazy would that be? Um and and what if they get the overall pick and they actually take LaMelo Ball? Do you think there's a fit there for him, or you think they would probably lean more towards uh, Wiseman or somebody like that? I don't know, man, because, like, the game is changing so fast. Like, I, I literally, like, you know, before coming on, just finished watching the Houston Rockets jack up over 55 three-pointers in one game. Right. And so, and they got a guy playing. They got they had Jeff Green at center, and they was up there just like, yo, the center, that, like that we kick. also mentioned earlier, position is positionless basketball. That's literally <laughs> that's where we're at. We're 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 in positionless basketball. So in positionless basketball, like it wouldn't shock me. It would not shock me at all to see them just you know pick somebody smaller <laughs> and just like yo let's run. Right, but, right, right. You know. I mean, he would be considered a big guard in any era, but you know he still he doesn't have the weight I mean, on him. You know, in this positionless era, for him, for them to throw him somewhere in the mix against some small forwards, but like you said, stranger things Making have happened. You got them doing doing that. Um, Golden State kind of started the small ball thing. Uh, you got Houston Rockets starting PJ Tucker and Jeff Green at center. Um, you got the Celtics with barely any big men. Uh, pummeling the Sixers right now. Yo, so. and, the, and the crazy thing is, it don't even. That's about to say the Sixers are so much of a bigger team. Yo, and it don't yeah. even matter. Like that don't even that, that doesn't mean anything in basketball anymore. Um, but when you yeah. think about it, though, right? When you think about it, back when you played in the streets or whatever, like yo, it really didn't matter. Like, I mean, it didn't matter. You know for what I'm People who had that kind of heart. Um, sometimes I, I mean I think. Overall, back in the day, it might have mattered. Like, yo, they just they too big. But you know, we go I out think, the street. Uh, it's, it's a different game. I think, out there. But, change, but, but, I think we should just change the rules and have these dudes check up up top. Nobody I think it's like this though. Right? Check up. And I, I know, I know, I know. Both of you probably will disagree with what I'm getting ready to say. Um, but I really believe that. I really believe that. That's overall, why you about to say it. People, <laughs> overall, people are more skilled now than they were before. But it doesn't come across that way because of the way the game is played and also because when everybody has a certain skill level because they've been playing organized ball so long with certain trainers and things of that nature. That, I don't disagree with that. You know, I don't disagree It doesn't look that way when you watch it. Sometimes you watch it, you be like, yo, these things have no, no skill. But the, I think skill level is, the skill level is obvious. I, thought, I think they all thought, stupid. I think they do. But the skill well, level, no, yeah. Jim, no, because, because, like, truthfully, like, even the little training that we do now at eight and nine years old with, with, you know, the kid, with my son and his team and all that kind of stuff, like, yo, they do things with basketballs at this particular age that I'm like, I couldn't dribble two balls the I mean, way they're doing now through the legs and all that kind. Of, I couldn't do that back back then. I mean, I mean, so, yeah, the skill is crazy. I mean, shooting threes is a skill, I mean, and everybody in the league can do it now. We used to have specialists. Yo, we like we used to. I mean, we all Reggie saw, Miller used to be special. Now he's just a dude. We all saw Chase make you fall, so I mean, we get it. But um, <laughs> but no, but no, no, no I, I, I don't disagree with that at all. 
skill level is, I, I, but I, is, is crazy. I just think. So what I, I, the know, re, but the reason I say that is the reason the I say that is because back in the day, having size mattered when everybody wasn't skilled. But right. if everybody on the floor has a certain skill level, and you're a seven footer now, and you're guarding a six nine dude playing center, but you have to go out there and check him on the wing. It just changes the overall game, which is probably why the game moved that way. Because someone figured out, listen, all these big seven-foot Patrick Ewing, Shaq, Hakeem dudes aren't built on the tree. I'm going to put a dude a little bit smaller with more skill because now you have to guard that. Because basketball is, you know, the beauty of the game is you have to play both offense yeah. and defense. So it's no matter not how even big you just are, you skill, Jim. Humans are being made differently, too. You remember when seven-foot dudes all was like them big slew-footed mothers. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> They're like yeah. they move different. Now these dudes move fluidly and like like guards, like everybody's a damn guard because I think that's just the way they grow up, and their 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 movements growing up just mimic that of smaller players. Now, like you said, there's no such thing as that notion. Like I'm moving like a smaller player. No, this is just how we hoop now. I think back in the day you were worried about getting dudes in the post and being such so stationary. Like if you were seven foot, like. Something happened to your legs where you just couldn't move like everybody else. Everybody moves like Sean Bradley. Everybody moves like right. Sean Bradley. But I, right. the thing is, like watching the Sixers play, right, and, and Embiid is such a such a uh, uh, big, powerful guy, Paul, and you see him play. But he's the best as, guard as on the much team. As, an, as much as an advantage as he gives you in the post, for one, he don't like going down there. But for two, <laughs> On the defensive side, a lot of these guys that are big guys that still try to play the traditional way, they're the worst defenders against pick and roll. And mm-hmm. when I think back, I mean, the only one that could be guarded, the only great big, big that really guarded the pick and roll was Hakeem because he pretty much Hakeem. did everything. And David Robinson yeah. wasn't bad either. But they were they were like, yeah. you know, if you, if you really think about it, they were the precursor to the guys we saw now because they weren't like Ewing and Shaq, who were like, you know, more more guys that were strong and you know heavier guys, but. They had right. They were they were they were face up centers. Like I mean, they had post game yeah. too, but they could face up, and that was like amazing back then. Like oh my god, these dudes turn yeah. to the basket they and make were, dribble moves. They're the precursor. They're the precursor to what we have right. now. Like so I think, faced I think up. Hakeem, now dudes take it to the three point line and face up. <laughs> Hakeem would flourish in the league. Hakeem would absolutely flourish. No, Hakeem. So when I, Hakeem would be gone today. But I, but I think about. But I think about a guy like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who I believe is the greatest basketball player ever. But if I put his game in his current climate, Sorry, what you being wrong? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how how he'll be able to compete because the game has changed so much. And yeah. his skills, his skill set. What would his skill set look like in 2020? You're running around sky hooking all the time. That shit out of it. Yes. Yeah, man. Yo, first of all, first of all, you can't even get position. By the time you get position, they they blowing the blowing the whistle because they done you know legislated post moves out of the game. Right. Think think about the only person who ever blocked that. He was an athletic marvel. Now all of these dudes out here yeah. are athletic marvels. So the shot that we deemed the most unstoppable, unblockable shot of all time, he might be getting that thrown today. Yeah. <laughs> He even even Wilt, the way Wilt would be used, the way Wilt would be used in today's game would be like a, a pick and roll guy. Like he'd be Tyson Chandler, not not that not skill wise. No, whoa, I'm talking about whoa. he would how he man, listen to me. I'm talking about whoa, how the yo, coaches would listen, use him. How listen, the coaches you, would you, use you, him. You, not you are you are back at the crib, and Sunny Hill has a license to kill. Don't say that too much. <laughs> <in the laughs> <day>. <laughs> 
listen to no, you gotta listen to what I'm saying. Listen, don't don't skim through it. Please listen. What I'm saying is I know, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. I get it. But Wilt, listen though, Wilt is so great that Wilt would end up being the best three point shooter in the league. I'm not saying, but Wilt is Wilt is just as athletic as all the centers today, which is crazy, and that's what people don't understand. They keep trying to. You know, blame it on his era when dudes keep trying to tell you, like, no, it wasn't his era. He was doing things that were superhuman back then. Now, those things that he's doing, like, if they looked in a time machine, they would look at these guys as, as superhumans, like, yo, they doing that Wilt stuff. Wilt just did it 50 years before it was supposed to be done. <laughs> like, the the athletic stories you hear about dude is like, come on, man. They just weren't Yo. supposed to be making cats like that back then, and they made one. Yo. People just don't Cubs understand it. 10, Cubs ran a 10-400, man. Tyson <laughs> Chandler ain't running no 10-400. Tyson <laughs> <laughs> Chandler ain't running no layup drills because he barely get the dress. But, um, yeah, so observations about the bubble playoffs so far, man. What, what's, what stood out to you guys? Most of the games in most of these series have been very competitive, and and you know even without fans there, like we all we keep giving M- the NBA props for the atmosphere that they've created around this with the low virtual fans, with the noise that they're pumping in. Um, everybody gets the sounds from their home arena, the sounds and sights. If you're looking at these video boards, so they're making it. They're making these people feel at home without the roar of the crowd, like when you go on a run or something like that, which is going to be the downfall of the Sixers. They're already getting pushed around, but going, quote-unquote, home for games three and four is not going to help them because, you know, even though they have one of the best home records in the league, I don't think virtual fans, sounds of the arena, and and your logo on the floor is going to be enough <laughs> to to – you know, Yo. to make them really feel at home because they seem like they're going Real through the quick. motions right now. Real quick, I just want to bring in some comments uh, from the chat. Yeah. Uh, Tobias, Tobias says that um, if Lonzo, if Lonzo Ball was on the Warriors, he'd be a Hall of Fame player. See, he's talking about our point of just being the situation. in the right place. Yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, um. And he said the he said the problem <laughs> is today's big. Today's big can't make opponents pay because they want to be dirt. Yeah. Yeah. No, but B, I mean, you're laughing. It sound, I mean, it definitely sounds funny. It sounds like a diss, because it is kind of a diss. But at the same time, I really, I truly believe that it to be true. I think if Tom Brady, I think he's the epitome of Jimmy. Oh, no, 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 no. Had no, Tom no, no, Brady? No, no, no. I, I, no, no, I, I agree, know that I know I that you're, you're not disagreeing. I'm just saying, like, I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to just sound like I'm dissing him because I'm, I don't dislike Tom Brady, but. He's the first person that comes to mind every time I hear this. Like, he has a case for being the greatest of all time. I don't deny that whatsoever. But when Jimmy makes that that point and that example, for some reason, he's the first person I think of. The way he came out of Michigan, two-quarterback system, six-round pick, passed over by everybody, not an athletic bone in his body. He wasn't supposed to be what he is now. He went to a great situation and was able to become that. And he never looked back. So props to him. His situation, for what he did. his situation absolutely benefited him. But I also feel like when I watch Brady play, I think a lot of Brady stuff is also his confidence level, which showed you how good confidence is. I think that he might have right. been like a system guy, 
but he got a certain yo. level of success and like his confidence is confidence. to the point now where yo he go out there oh, yeah. and just feel like he's better than everybody. Com- as the as the youngins would say, his team. swagger on a beam. Like he's yeah. not gonna take confidence. that from him at confidence. this point. Confidence and IQ are are definitely amazing attributes for your but that comes with the situation life. too. Yeah, 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 that's, that's all shot, dude. There's context. The yeah. context you're providing. There have been guys throughout mm-hmm. history that are way more talented than Tom Brady, but they didn't put it all together and they didn't land in the right situation in the right system. Therefore, they haven't built that confidence that Jimmy just talked about. Once, Listen, once man. you, if you I don't have that, sometimes it doesn't matter how talented you are. Yeah, and that's exactly if you don't it. believe Listen, it, I remember, I remember being a young boy, right? And, and you, just look at you guys Fred ever had the experience? Fred Van Fleet would be have you guys ever had the experience without his confidence? <laughs> have you guys ever had the experience of meeting a young lady who just has like some, like a certain confidence about her? She might not mm-hmm. even be bad, but because of the way her confidence is, you actually <laughs> yo, like her. Like, yo, I hate. Why do I, I like her? The, I stay away, I I stay away from them because you make mistakes. <laughs> You make mistakes. Yeah, you be like, yo, what are you doing? I would be like, why, why even like her? <laughs> you be like, like yo, her. yo, orangutan <laughs> Jones, swagger on a beat. Like, yeah, so you talk. Gene Sexy you, now. You know what? Gene Sexy is shit. Yo, but but yo, but that's a real shout thing. out. I think to, it happens uh, with athletes. Mind, yo, don't name don't name no names. Don't name names. He's about to name names. Yeah, we ain't trying to. We ain't trying to get trouble, man. All the young ladies be talking about married women now. But point is this, man. It's like Van Fleet is another example. You can't tell Van Fleet that he's not the best guard in the league. And his confidence right. is such that, yo, he starts to – he practices the secret. He starts to play. But now he's – yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it starts from a place, a mental place. And now you look at him and it's like cats out there really can't guard him. Like, when Van Fleet get this quick? When he told himself, I'm this quick, he became that quick. Like, I'm watching the game the other day. Like, yo, they can't stay in front of Fred Van Vliet. A couple Yo, years ago, you, you didn't know this started. dude's name. Jimmy's still calling him Van Fleet. <laughs> Jimmy still don't care what his name is. And this boy no, out here thinking, he think he AI right now. His confidence be crazy. I told y'all at the beginning of the season when I was watching him play, I was like, yo, because it's also something else. Like, you ever see, like, a lot of dudes who are on a championship team, and that championship mm-hmm. oh, does that something for them because they become – Cause yeah. They, yeah, cause they become more uh-huh. free. They don't care no more. So then, when they stop caring, like their game goes to another level. Like he has uh-huh. that. Shout and out to Draymond. Yo. <laughs> Shout Listen. out to Draymond. Yo, <laughs> Toronto rolls out Van Fleet and, and Lowry, who's a hometown, you know, Leon 18th. Yo, they rolled them two guys. And they, yo, they like, they like the best backcourt in the league, yo. And yo, but they like right now, them dudes wouldn't get drafted in the first round. They like five eleven apiece, and they. They wouldn't get, they wouldn't get drafted, Jimmy. Jimmy, they wouldn't get drafted in the third round. Yo, I'm such. Yo, if I'm you drop, if you drop all Kyle players Lowry in the league fan. in a pot, it had to do with draft. There's yeah. no way they get drafted in the first round. Yo, I, I'm I'm such a Kyle Lowry fan because I believe that he fooled the world. Like I keep waiting for it to strike midnight and and for the slippers <laughs> to come on. And I don't believe you're gonna wait for the slipper and he's gonna be up at the podium. Talking about Lehigh and 18th yeah. on you. He's going to be at that podium getting yeah. that jacket. No, we made, we made, a, we made a, a point last, last, yo, yeah. last episode. It's like at this point, he's a six-time All-Star. 
he may well be headed to the Hall of Fame. And whether I truly believe no, it or not, I'm going to make the argument – I'm going to make the argument that he's better than Joe Dumar. I'm going to make the argument he's better than your man, Chauncey Billups. Don't do that. Don't even. Stop. Come on. Stop. What about his Stop resume? He's better than Chauncey Billups. Besides, the, besides the, the, the five-game MVP that he won. Think about let's it. Go. Real talk. I'm not even let's dissing go. Chauncey. What about, what about his career, his achievements, his numbers? I like this. Everything is not about – he's a – I mean, they're both good defenders. They're both good point guards. They both went to the All-Star Come game. On, Kyle might have gone more than, more than Chauncey. Think about it. Chauncey's I'm, been there I'm before. dead yeah. ass. All right. <laughs> I'm dead ass, though. His, when it's Yo, he, done, he, his, he, resume he gotta, gonna be, his resume is going to be superior to Chauncey Billups. We got to take that question to the page. That's a great question, yo. That's a great question. Chauncey Billups, he might be better, yo. Yo, Kyle Lowry might be better because Kyle, yo, Kyle Lowry is so tough, man. Like, and and, and he's you not know even done You know what it is yet. about like, Chauncey that people put his name in the conversations they do? It's his confidence. It's his swagger. The stuff that we just been talking about. Come on, but you know what he's he's also what, does? They think he's such a great point guard, boy. Average what, like five assists for his career? <laughs> yo, it's that. It's also that five games. See, here's the thing. Right, oh, yeah. when you yeah, perform in the finals, even if it's a the five, yeah, but that, that's why it's so important because that's at the, the peak of the game, the whole world is watching. So you can perform well in that five games, and the rest of your career be average, but you're held in a certain regard because you got on the world stage and played well. Real quick, and Tobias also, Jim, you know how we say the you know how we say the farther away from the situation you are, people not going to really think about or put any context to it. You, you know, nobody's going to say how at least three dudes on that team could have walked away with that and nobody would have argued. You know what I mean? Mm. Same thing with, like, Iguodala. I don't even think three dudes. I think Steph probably still should have won that. Um, that was a little disrespectful to Steph. Iggy came in and held LeBron to 30 a game and got the MVP. But, um, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, that that's going to put Andre Iguodala's resume to – the point Absolutely. where we question this in a, in a few years if people aren't already he's, questioning it now. He's gonna, you listen, but that, but that's why it's so. And Iggy got a new swagger to him now after that. Absolutely. Yo, you can't he tell one of him them that veterans he like he say what he want to say now. Like Iggy's one of those dudes yeah. now because he got something that Yo, boosted he, he, his confidence. He he wanted them. He wanted them. We've been there before, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yo, we should we should come up, we and, should come up with the all been there before. Yo, the all been there before. Van Vliet thing. said that yesterday in the interview after the game when they came back and won. <laughs> she was like, "Well, what you know? What made you guys keep going?" He was like, "Well, we've been here before." I'm like, "Oh God, here we go." Yo, <laughs> here we, we go. need an all we need an all we need an all been there before team, yo. <laughs> yeah. Well, put the whole Piston team on there. <laughs> yeah, that that whole Larry Brown that whole Larry Brown Piston team. Mm-hmm. Put I mean, some of them 08 Celtics yeah. on the bench, and now some oh, Toronto yeah, oh, Raptors. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the Celtics definitely been yeah. here before. Iguodala, um, the whole been there before team, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Um, but that's the, that's the great thing about sports, man. The mental part is everything, man. You practice a secret, you can literally sink your way into becoming great. But no that doubt. that works both ways, right? Some dudes have the opposite, the negative confidence, um, like the board of Sixers drafted, and it ruined his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, sitting out here like 
he he doubting his jump shot. Like he start to shoot it and then don't shoot it and then yeah, I don't know what's wrong with him. All right, but um, I was talking anyway, about, I talking about Ben. I was talking about I was talking about Marquez. No, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about his okay, hitch. Okay, he okay. start to shoot and then pull it back. I don't, I don't yeah, know what's wrong yeah. with Bull. I mean, he's definitely better now in Orlando. I'm watching him now, like breaking people down, going to the hoop, shooting yeah. the three. He shoot it more than Ben. I think I think if actually I think if Ben Simmons shot, shot. Oh, hold up. I think if Ben Simmons shot as many threes as Markel Fultz right now, that he would make more. But, you know, he's just not interested. <laughs> um, Yo, let's go to the phone lines, man. We got I, the I, homie Tobias waiting on line. See what he got to say he's still in J- about. He's still in Jason oh, Tatum, though. Oh, yeah. Tatum, yeah, he he, he that dude right now. He, he bullying the Sixers and it's ugly. But uh, we got Tobias on the line. What's going on, Tobias? Roll down time, fellas. What's going on? Yep, the tide look like they're going to – they like, man, the hell what y'all talking about? Let's put this schedule out. Let's get it going. <laughs> Big Ten, I don't care about what y'all doing. Back hey. 12, I don't care what y'all doing. Hey, you know, don't give a damn. We're going to do what we want to do. Roll some of these kids right to their death. Hey, man. <laughs> Hey, we try to hey Alabama this institution of higher learning will provide you an opportunity to pursue all your goals in life. <laughs> as like, long, long as there ain't no starters, we cool. Let's keep going. Hey, if it's a kicker, if, if the kicker dies, you seen Alabama's kicking since I've known y'all. If they die, they might be an improvement on the team. But uh, <laughs> you know, but couple of things here. Y'all talking about the bigs, right? The thing I hate, not you guys, but the media making like the great bigs in the 90s where Eric Montreal, where acting like Eric Montreal's the uh, big country Brian Reed there. Uh, they make it seem like that. I'm like, so you mean to tell me you'd rather have Clint Capella, the corpse of Tyson Chandler, than Shaq, <laughs> you know, or Elijah one. Uh, you know, why? Because you want to shoot a three? Guess what? Like Anthony Davis, right? Very talented guy who can 15, 18-footer, can post. The Portland Trailblazers want him to shoot threes all night. Because you know what else? They, if he make, misses them, he can't get the rebound. He doesn't get their bigs in foul trouble. You know, Hassan Whiteside is trash, right? I think he's playing a China next year. Chicago Bulls who goes off of a contract. Uh <laughs> But he don't put he don't put pressure but, on his the, the question the question is this though the question is this he had a spark if you when had he started a Shaq if you had a Shaq in 2020 would he still be able to be the Shaq that Shaq was then like because uh, the game is they changed. call a foul just by like, him so, getting position yeah like listen if you if you had Shaq Brown you you'd have Joel Embiid like and, and the thing is can that lead you to a championship without the pieces like you know in the perimeter. The game has changed, man. Like, having that dominant center is just not as – like, teams don't even fear that no more because all we're going to do is come and bomb away anyway. Yeah, and, and, and what, I, what I'm looking at is the thing that got me right years ago when the Minnesota made the playoffs, when Carl Anthony Towns went from – I'm going to start my franchise youth to whoever this cat is, was when they switched Chris Paul onto him. He went to the three-point line, and Jimmy Butler was yelling at him, going to post. You know, and I think that's the mentality now, where it's like, hey, I don't, I'm not gonna take advantage, use my God-given talent to my advantage. 
Because, yes, threes are nice, right? But sometimes you need to dump that ball down, get a bucket, and have a different and have multiple ways to win. The problem with the Houston Rockets, for example, they can only win one way. That's it. If the threes are falling, they win. If they don't, <laughs> the they lose. Game the seven of the Western Conference Finals, like year against Golden State. If they had just done something else besides jack of a three, they probably would have been a cup champion. But they only played one yeah, way, here, and I think. Go ahead. No, yeah, all I'm saying that, is I understand what you're saying about using your guy, but the, the way that it's been legislated, the game has changed. Yo, you get into the post now, you start backing someone down. As soon as you bump into them, they're falling, and the charge is being called. Like, mm-hmm. the, the way the charges are being called now, and, I mean, when you think about it, guys like Rodman and Devox, the reason they did that is because they were guys like Shaq and David Robinson who couldn't be dealt with in the post, so they kind of opened up the floodgates, and now it's just like they literally teach that now. Like, yo, this is how you draw a charge. That's part of what you learn. The game has completely changed to the point where, like, you get in the post and you become, like, ineffective. It's, it's, it's weird, but it's a whole different ball game. Now, with that being said, I do think if you have that, you need to – like, cause the one thing about Embiid when he plays tough in the post is not about the moves that he makes. It's about he spreads the floor. He gives people open looks mm-hmm. being there when, he, when he's aggressive in the post, right? But that still goes back to how the game is played now with spacing. Because now the whole game is about spacing. That's what it's about. So you have to be like, you have to use the, the strength you have, which is his size, to get more more space. But then people got to make shots too. So, But anyway, and, my and point is, the game is legislated different. Yeah, and you know what? And and that's where Ben Simmons not wanting to get him, even a mid-range jumper, actually hurt MB's effectiveness. And so, like, I, I use Shaq as an example. Like, when Shaq was in shape, and he actually got surge on his time and not company time back back then. Y'all remember that one? But uh, <laughs> but hmm. look at how they had shooters around him, and that uh, if you double team him, he could kick it out and create space. Then you also had Kobe, who was had to work, who had a legendary work ethic, who could shoot, who could create as well. Then you had Ori out there, or like uh, Fisher, those guys. Where that hey. If Shaq ain't got it, Kobe got it, and vice versa. And I think Maggie what happened. Magic said, said yeah. Ori right after Shaq and Kobe. Feeding yeah, that but, bullshit. <laughs> but no, no, but, but what I was saying was like. Actually, like, people out here who believe that, don't be feeding no, into that. <laughs> no, but what I was saying is like the part that fit on the team when you build the team. It's like the parts that fit. And a lot. And let's just be honest here, guys. Most of these front offices suck, by the way. Let's just be honest about that. They can't build a team. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Like the Chicago Bulls, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Well, at least they fired, finally fired Jim Boylan. And I hope he took his time clock with him, shoveled up as you know what. But uh, <laughs> but these teams, they don't know how to build teams. They don't. They just say, okay, this guy's halfway decent. We're going to max him out. Okay, now you stuck with his ass. What you gonna do then? Uh, <laughs> because you notice the same teams, like the Heat, are always competitive because they know what the hell they doing. The Indiana Pacers are competitive, at least making the playoffs, because they know what they doing. Pretty you know, much. but yeah, I'm gonna say this. Yeah. Y'all talking about situations, right? I remember Colin Cowherd said this. It was like, what if Tom Brady got drafted by the Bengals and Carson Palmer got drafted by the Patriots? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, talent. Because we know Carson Palmer was more, more talented, but look where he was at. 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had Doug Williams and Steve Young. <laughs> Look what happened in their careers where they Shoot. went elsewhere. <laughs> There's so many what ifs in Tom Brady's career, man. Like like you said, it always has luck always plays a part in you know whatever positive yeah. stuff that happens. Because not even what if he got drafted by another team. Like what if Drew Drew Bledsoe never got hurt? You know what I mean? Yeah. And Tom would have oh. never come in and actually showed the coach that he's worthy that the, he could even do this rule. in this system. The tuck yeah, rule. Tuck, what uh, if the tuck rule never happened? Like yeah, a lot of yeah. stuff put Tom and put that franchise into a place where like bad man, division. They were bad yeah, division. But you take you advantage know, of it. And like y'all talking about Lonzo, right? I think he'll be a decent player. I don't think he'll be a star player. But uh he can expand, he can pass. But people love saying, Well, the Lakers should have taken De'Aaron Fox. Well guess what De'Aaron Fox will be right now? Yeah, De'Aaron Fox is probably like, man, glad I am in Sacramento because he get to grow his game. LeBron, and it's no knock on LeBron. He is a damn point guard <laughs> everywhere he's been. Ask Kyrie. And so, and LeBron ain't got the time to wait on a 19, 20-year-old belt. Look how long it took for Brandon Ingram to finally develop into the player that he is that potentially he has now. And so, it's all about situations, right, because I, I, I circle back to football. What if Patrick Mahomes, and anybody who watched college football knows, no one saw this coming. What if he didn't go to Andy Reid? What yeah. What if he went to, like, what the Browns? What if, what if Donovan McNabb never had Andy Reid? Right. That's what I'm saying. And, and I'm not knocking been, a guy's talent. He'd have been Achille, Achille McNabb. We don't, we don't, yeah. we don't won a Super Bowl <laughs> a lot sooner. <laughs> but, but but you know like organizations uh, right the Chiefs weren't terrible Lamar Jackson they they built that team for him in Baltimore they, he went to the right he may have gone 32 but guess what he didn't go to the Jets the Browns the Bills he went to the right situation for him and so that's think sometimes that people like we always say it's not better how high you go it's where you go and if you go to the wrong spot Especially the NFL, right? If you're picking number one, your team is trash. You got no talent. Right. You probably got a bad coach. And now so it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot you got to overcome to become good enough to justify that number one. Because first of all, you plan on a trash team, yep. and most likely a trash franchise altogether. So yep. not yeah. this year in the NBA, when the Warriors get the first pick, when the Warriors get the first pick, boy, next year, next year's bubble gonna be amazing. Right. Hey, I tell now, you this. It was different for the Colts, even though. Even though they were two and fourteen before you know they Andrew Luck came, they still had that like their what they had built there was around a quarterback with similar skill sets, not as athletic. So once they plugged him in, it wasn't as bad as if he would have gone to a, a perennial loser. You know what I mean? So yeah. even though they were <clears throat> two and fourteen to get the pick, you know what I mean? It, it still wasn't as I'm, bad I'm just... as that record would have um. And I, still can't believe, I still can't believe that he retired because I just assumed he would come to Denver and win a championship because any great <laughs> quarterbacks at the Colts draft win, win chips for Denver. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> LA too. Yeah. You know what, though? Actually, okay. I brought this up, right? Like this yeah, guy. I'm no, tired I'm, of like, giving y'all chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I had a the other day, right? I had a period the other day, right, at a bar. And I was talking, we talking football. He's only a young quarterback. I was like, you notice the quarterbacks that we all say are good? You still out here going to bars, man? 
Yeah, I need to go, man. I need a beer. Hey, man, I'm watching college football this year. I'm out, if they're going to die, I'm going to die with them. But, uh, uh, you know. When I was when I was out in Arizona, that's where me and Tobias hung out in the bar. That must be his thing. Had me yeah, in the bar. Hey, I don't even drink. There, there, there's, a lot of ta- there's a lot of milk talent in the bar there. But, anyway, that's either here nor there. But, uh, but like, we're talking about young quarterbacks. You notice the quarterbacks you think are good, we say are good, it's great. Look what situations they went to. Look where they went. Look where they went in the draft. Look who the organizations they went to. And then you look at the same organization and still can't get the quarterback right because of the situation. Because no, I don't care what nobody say. You can't, or you can't overcome dysfunction. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. like Baker Mayfield, right? Look how many co- – I don't think Baker Mayfield is the greatest thing to slice bread. But he's on his spot to be his third or fourth coach now. And the dude only been in the league three years. <laughs> you know? And yeah. so, how does that give somebody yeah, even a he, chance he, to show they can succeed? Baker, that, that's a great point because Baker Mayfield, as much as I look at him as the, the poster child for white privilege in professional sports, he isn't as bad as he, as they're about to make him look based on the dysfunction of that organization because he's about to catch it. He's yeah. about to catch it. Heck, if he doesn't do well this season, yeah, they're about to let him have it. But you know who really was that poster boy? The, the, the quarterback the Browns took before him, the, the money dude, the money sign dude. Oh, Johnny Manziel. Oh, yeah, Johnny, Johnny Manziel. Johnny. He was the poster child because he was never really that good. He was just nah, he college wasn't. good. He, he what happened was he beat Alabama one time and that and now they made it Alabama made his ass so hey you beat Alabama you make you make a draft pick although Alabama hey. won a, won a national title that year that's neither here nor there but hey. uh, I mean no but that's the thing though I mean as an yeah. Alabama fan you should be proud of that y'all are that yeah. y'all are looked at as being that good if yeah. somebody balls against y'all it changes the whole course of their lives that's a compliment Cam Newton was number one that year because of the reason. Cam Newton was number one for that reason. That's all I got to say. Joe Burrow became number one for that reason. Shoot. Hey, if, if we you got play kids like that in money. this area, and you know, and my son ended up playing them, I'm gonna let them know that. Like that kid right there, they they hey. think he the next the greatest thing since sliced bread. Go out there and buzz his ass and get your name on the map. Hey, do what yeah. you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I'll say this, and I know you guys gotta run. I know people love it's like the Lakers, right? When people say this is maybe LeBron's last best chance at a title, it has nothing to do with him and his talent level. It's the rest of the team. Uh, it's that who's on that team is worth a damn who you get anything for. You don't get anything for Kuzma. If this series goes, if they lose in the first round, I still think the Lakers are going to beat Portland. But if they yeah, lose in the first round, <laughs> who says AD may stay and everybody start blaming AD for it? He's a free agent. He, no, 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 you definitely right because a lot of their roster is put together patchwork job anyway. They just happen to find some good players out there that nobody wanted, like Waiters, Dion. I mean, um, Jr. You know, cats yeah. like that. But yeah, they're not gonna have any trade capital if this doesn't uh, yeah, go well. No draft they, picks. I don't blame them for making the move. I don't blame yeah. them because. Like I said, LeBron trying to win titles on a legacy scale. You can't wait on those guys to grow. But at the same time, you cannot, you cannot assume AD is coming back until pen to paper. Hell, I thought Jimmy Butler was coming back to Philly. The next thing you know, I'm going to Miami. Uh, yeah. You know, you never know until they put pen to paper. Stop bringing up old shit. 
Um, hey. All right, man. <laughs> hey, hey, hey on, by man. the way, you that gotta hurt. take it easy. And, and I and I hope and, and Brett Brown, please update your LinkedIn your LinkedIn profile, brother. It's over, man. You had a good run. Uh, I'll take it easy. Yeah. All right, all right, fam. Yeah, Brown definitely <laughs> on that hot seat. But the thing is, the dude who had him on the hot seat might be on the hot seat too. Elton might be up out of here too, because and this is it's not hindsight for me. Like y'all know, I was never excited about the whole Al Horford thing. I was, I was just like, Al Horford is another one of those guys. Like, the fact that everybody likes him, the fact that he's kind of a confident guy, I think that makes Al Horford better to most people than Al Horford really is. He's one of those cats, you hear his name, he makes a couple of all-star teams, and then you like you look at his numbers like, Al Horford ain't that good. <laughs> but for some reason, people love Al Horford. So to give I'm him never, I'm never, I'm never that kind of money, that much better than Joe, uh, Joe Kim Noah. Yeah, I just didn't think, I just, I just didn't understand. Like, I didn't know he was in the market for the kind of money that the Sixers ended up giving him. And I don't understand why the Sixers thought this is that last piece. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I, I, just, I, just, I don't. I just don't understand it. Um, he's like I, I don't. <laughs> I, don't I, I just don't. I mean, he's a, is below. He's good for what he's below. doing now. Coming off your bench. Yo, what the H was that? No, I keep no because the thing keeps disconnecting. I keep putting it back on, and I have two mics open at okay. the same time. I gotta mute it. I'm yeah, coming Al for Horford you. Al is no, beloved. He's one of those oh. guys that he's one of those guys that uh, love everybody in the league loves him. Yeah. Right. So he's one of those guys. Everybody in the league loves him. So you got that. For the and then, now. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Yeah, you got that going that. for him. Um, and he's an average, he's a solid player. But the thing is, though, when you look at what he's making, when you look at the Sixers, right, and you think about what him and Tobias Harris are making, it makes you sick when you see what they're giving up in these first couple games. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, dog. Mm. Between y'all two? Mm. And Tobias Harris mm. can even give you 20 a game, but – for the salary that they're making, neither one of them are giving you everything. Like Tobias, to, for, to make that like twenty a game ain't enough. Not in today's game. Like you got to be a, a lockdown defender or something. You got to do something else. Um, he's he's invaluable as far as leadership is concerned. I've noticed that he's kind of like the team leader now that we get to see them behind the scenes. But then you know, same thing with Al. Al is a pretty good defender. But he's not really giving you much in the offensive end, and he doesn't even fit in the puzzle to the point that he has to come off the bench. And I actually like him in that role coming off the bench, no matter what team he plays for, but not for that money. <laughs> you, not, you not, gotta, 400, not 400 that, million plus. That's not six man no, money. No, no, that's, no, no. That's serious right almost there. Slipped up. I almost slipped up and called out uh, the nickname Hank got for him, and I caught myself. But yeah. the bottom line is, man, <laughs> Tobias, for your, before Tobias came over here, though, nice Tobias trapper keeper. Cooking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was cooking before he came over here, though. Yo, Tobias was cooking, and yeah, then got here yeah. and was like, "Yo, I'm I'm done cooking. I got my check. I don't need to cook no more. Now I'm ordering takeout." <laughs> no doubt. All right, we're gonna take one more call before we move on and uh, finish this out because we are having. I don't know if y'all noticed, but we're having a lot of. 
technical difficulties tonight so we can get these last topics out of the way after we uh take this call. Mm-hmm. We got Rob calling in from Cali. Uh Rob, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's good, gentlemen? What's up, Dev? Happy birthday, bro. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. What's good with you? Stop, Rob, stop kissing Kamala Harris lookalikes in the mouth, man. Let's just be up and throwing an alley-oop. We ain't about to make this. A, a, a Kamala you know bash you know session. I do, I do. You know what? I am sort of a sucker for the banana complexion sisters. However, Yo. Kamala, nah, I'm not, I'm not catching our banana. <laughs> what do you call her? Banana complexion. Because <laughs> Kamala. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> you can tell. Him no. and B. Austin. No, her name, no. they, they won't even call her by her right name. We call her. Kamala, Kamala. It's it's Kamala. Her, the way it's her pronounced is not Kamala. Kamala. Yeah. Kamala. Her name Kamala. is none of the things that they're saying. It's almost like communist. It's communa. That, that's Yo! not like Van Fleet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you... Yo, All right, stop. well, go ahead, Rob. What's up, man? Go ahead, Rob. What's up with your Lakers, man? They going to come back and even up this series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of yellow, um, man, put move. First of all, I'm 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 very upset. However, you know, Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard, yo, ooh, he's ooh. he's a beast. Shout, Damian Damian Lillard, shout out oh. to Oakland. He's a beast. Shout out to he's a beast. I will say this: it's okay because the last time a little guard went and shot a lot of points, we came back and swept them. Shout out to AI. You, know, you can't um, come back and sweep somebody if you lost the first game. I mean, sounds nice. You, the game, you didn't lose another game, but you didn't sweep them. That's the whole definition of sweep. <laughs> Went out the window. But we got you. Okay. But is is LeBron and and AD are they Kobe and Shaq? No. Might be a, no, might be a difference in the heart department with those two uh, duos. I mean, I mean, the fact is, is that back then, I will say this, back then we had a better backcourt than we have now. The back, move LeBron to point guard. Move LeBron to point guard, okay? KCP is, go- I don't even know why he's there. He's already at point guard. Yeah, LeBron huh? is the point guard. KCP is just in the game, and he's smaller. But LeBron's bringing the ball up. But I hear you, KCP just doesn't need to be on the floor. No matter what position he's playing, he I need mean, to be on the bench somewhere. I'd rather have Mario Chavez right now. I'd rather have Lord have mercy. I'd rather have Eddie Howe. Somebody a, do something. Do something. I don't think that's a diss though. I think Mario Chalmers was great for what he for what his role was in, in Miami. And he held Brian the task. It's a video that they bring him back like this week. Job, where he was on the sideline telling Brian, stop job. acting like a bitch. Yeah, he's like stop acting like a bitch. Be the, be the best player on the planet. Uh, <laughs> yo, he called it. Yo, he called LeBron a bitch and 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 gave him uh, a hand job at the same time. Right. Be yeah, a, yo, stop being a bitch and be the best player in the league. Like what? <laughs> but sometimes you need that. You need that tough love. Like you, that nice. Stop acting like a sucker, man. <laughs> hey, Tommy, yo, he gave him a call off and dissed him on the same sentence. <laughs> 
But, Jim, that goes back to what you're saying, that confidence level. Like, you could be the most talented dude on earth. So you need a Mario Chalmers to tell you to slap you in your face. Like, yo, man, stop acting like a... <laughs> Oh God, it's hilarious. What? Rob, did you just jump in the shower? Hello? Did you just jump in the shower in the middle of our show? No. Or is that Beyonce? What's funny, y'all? Yeah, sounds like man. He right. I just muted Beyonce. Yo, what's Beyonce be doing? Yo, Beyonce is in a happy ending while we on the show. <laughs> Shay Shane. All right, go ahead, Rob. <laughs> washi washi. <laughs> Yo, oh, out of line. Go ahead, Rob, because we get we we get having a lot of stuff going on, man. We gotta yeah, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, 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 man. So that's all I gotta say. Do something. Do. I mean, all eyes on the LeBron is gonna have to freaking. Be like a single parent and carry his team, man. That's all I gotta say, bro. It's 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 ridiculous. Every 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 Bradley we needed him, but we got a a a weed head of of J.R. Smith and you know I don't know. Yo, are you gonna just J.R. Smith? He ain't get in the game, yo. You can't just that's, that's the point. That's the point. That's the point. That's not his Why fault. Why do you think it's he's the coach's fault? It's the coach's fault. He's co- there. It's the he's there. Fault. The point is, I don't want him there. I don't want. He's he's he he was relevant six years ago. He was relevant six years ago. My thing is, listen. I'm not J. saying J. you're wrong that he can't play. Well, but how you going just how you going diss him? He didn't do nothing. Like he didn't <laughs> good off of that. He like, didn't get a chance. What I'm saying is, let him get a chance first before you start slandering him. He might be the reason they win tonight. He might come in and make some like J.R. Smith has been known to get hot. Well, J.R. Smith is hot. I'm saying, you know, he's almost as good as like, you know, uh, like yeah, uh, <laughs> bubble bubble T.J. Ward. That that and, is the and, crazy and, part. Like you skipped over cats like Danny Green, who ain't doing a goddamn thing right now. Oh lord, don't even <laughs> get me started. I, I don't even want to talk. I, I get that. J.R. ain't get the game him. yet, barely. <laughs> You like, dude, yeah, get him out of here. Yo, what do you do? Dude, don't even talk about him. He, he he's a tar heel, but I don't even want to talk him about him here. either. Fam, he's already out of here. He ain't get a chance <laughs> to play. He, yo, so it's like, what's the difference to him sitting on the bench versus sitting at home? <laughs> he didn't play either way. So why you trying to get Exactly. Why is he even here? I don't. He there to give Danny Green exactly. some work in practice, I guess. Uh-oh. He's there, he's there to massage okay. with Paul. Massage LeBron's feet, man. That's all he's there for, man. I don't, I don't want him there. Well, or, to be, or to be LeBron's sidekick. That's an important job. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh. Your, your superstar got to get massaged sometimes. That's an important job. I mean, I think y'all are going to come back and, and beat Portland. Um, the thing is, people aren't just jumping the bandwagon, though. People are... They had already jumped it before because I heard a lot of people saying that Portland was going to upset the Lakers. Um, I don't see it. Uh, I, I'm thinking maybe Lakers in six. But the Lakers really haven't performed that well since being in the bubble. And LeBron yeah. keeps putting that out there. Um, I hear a lot of people tell him to stop with the excuses, but LeBron keeps mentioning that, you know, it's different. You know, there's no fans, it's different, and all that kind of stuff. And people just keep referencing the fact that there's other people in there cooking. Um, it could be something to it, though, because a lot of the people that's cooking in the bubble 
weren't really the same people that were cooking outside of the bubble. Some people are consistent. Yeah. James Harden going to cook anywhere you put him. He He's just a gym rat. Um, Giannis running his halfback dives. You can't stop that no matter where you put it. Uh, but some people I, do feed off the uh, the crowd and, and all that kind of stuff. But LeBron is one yeah. of those things, though. You shouldn't be saying it. You know what I mean? You, it sounds like you're using excuses. He is. You're LeBron. It doesn't sound like he is. And and you know and you know what? Because I know y'all got. Yo, but B, when's the last time Brian ain't played in front of at least ten thousand people? He was doing that in high school. So I don't know. It, it could be. It, it is what it is at this point. Like he needs some people out there. Yep. 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 Oh wow. Yep. 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 Yo, yo, yo! I, I just want to say two things sure. real quick, you know, or three, three, three things real quick. Just because you, you, you can vote some for somebody and not endorse them, just like I might do with Biden and and Kamala, you know. Uh, second thing, this uh, the 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 who, who I hate. The second thing is is that FDA Foundational Black American Identity and ADOS is trash. It's it's anti-immigrant, anti-African. Uh, the anti-African immigrant. If they if they know their history, they knew that the great Messiah Marcus Guy was a Jamaican immigrant that came over here and power his people, empower his people through through um, through trade education, through through empowerment. Not also us, but 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 not also not also us, but all people of color across the world. Mar- Marcus Garvey is, is that ain't gonna help LeBron, foundation. man. LeBron man. <laughs> You, you, never mind, man. All, all I gotta say is, all, all I gotta say, uh, I, I was make a political statement, but you know what? You killed it. Uh, all I gotta say is, LeBron needs to move, strip to the. Okay, be awesome. You gotta move him to the point guard because David, their backcourt and C, CJ can cook too. Their backcourt is is phenomenal compared to ours. Ours is trash. So you keep saying that, like LeBron don't bring the ball up all the time. So you want him to be point guard, point guard, where he's guarding those two? The series is going to get worse. That's what you're asking for. You do not want LeBron to guard. If you're going to put LeBron on Dame Lillard, then then I do believe the hype, and Portland will win. So I don't know. I don't know. I think you should. I don't know what you're asking for right now, and I don't think you really when, want when, that. When, you know the funny thing? Let LeBron keep right, playing right, point right, right, forward right, right, or whatever right, he's right, playing. Right, 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 right. But if you want him to go pure and guard the other point guard, oh, my God, that's going to be What's interesting is Yo, Dame Lillard gives the Lakers him 100 The Lakers, the Lakers were literally Kirkland, a couple possessions away from walk, running away with that game. But it got to the point when the guys announcing the game said, the Blazers look tired. It's like the Lakers had the game right there. They missed some crucial foul shots, and then, they, you know, the pendulum swung the other way. But you would think the Lakers lost by 30 with some of the things I've seen the game say talk. over the last couple of days. Yeah, it's like, yo, you want him to guard a point guard. That makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, what kind of adjustment is that? One of, <laughs> he, if he has to guard one of them, he's not going to be able to offense. And, that, and their biggest problem is offensively, if it's not him and AD, nobody else can get a, you know, get a bucket. So, therefore – you want to eliminate one of the only guys that's able to produce offensively to have him exalt himself on the defensive end. It doesn't make right. any sense. You find the weakest mean. link at this point in his career, and you let LeBron guard him. <clears throat> you don't want him playing pure point guard, guarding Dame Lillard? Come on. 
I ain't talking about I ain't talking about pure. I'm talking about at least do some double teams. Just throw throw a two or uh, four or five elbows in there. You know, oh man, come to swing. Do something. No. You know, him what down. Is, what they got to do with playing point guard, dog? They, they need to do something defensively to slow him down. Something. Like put well, ain't Brian playing point guard. That ain't something. the answer, dog. <laughs> that ain't the answer. Dog, they need to they need to do the same thing they did the other night, just make a couple more plays and they win the game. Like they they, they need, like yo, they had the game won. They, they need Avery shot. Bradley to change his mind and come to the bubble. He's the best defender need, on the perimeter on the they team. They need first of all, KCP That's just true. can't play that way. Danny Green it has to play better. They missed so many shots and so many open looks. A D was getting double team kicking the ball out. Danny they Green. just weren't getting anything close to the rim. Right. All right, Robert, we got Danny bounce, man. Green. I, I, I never liked Danny Green when he lost. When he Rob's lost. like, F you, Dad. Brother, I'm going to just keep talking. No, but no, we we, we, we holler at you next week, man, because we're going to get these uh, topics out of here and we're going to get up out of here. So we holler at you, right, man. Brother, Good luck to you, Lakers. Yo. Peace. All right, peace. Oh, bro. EJ, peace. EJ said vote for Kamala. <laughs> Oh man, B. Austin cut my man off when he was making a statement about Marcus Garvey and Jamaica. He says that's not going up. And Biden and <laughs> voting for people you don't endorse. That's what got black people in the situation we're in now. Uh-oh. Hasn't earned your vote. My man. Anyway. Oh um, man, that a man, yo. Let that a man rock. <laughs> you the one cut him off. What are you talking about? All right, so um, <laughs> tell us let him rock. Let him rock. You the one cut him off. He was rocking. All right, stat of the week, man. The stat of the week and the quote of the week are are, are interlocked. Um, this is something Jimmy and I talked about earlier in this week, so I'll just do them both at the same time. Stat of the week: Dame Lillard has made fifty-four three-pointers. Dame Lillard has made fifty-four three-pointers from between thirty and forty feet this season. Steph Curry has made 61 of those in his entire 11-year career. Quote of the week, Steph Curry doesn't have range like Dame. Kenny the Jet Smith, TNT. Is Steph being disrespected now because we haven't seen Steph in a long time? Is this out of sight, lose your damn mind? Is that what this is? Culture of immediacy. And you know what? I'll even go here. I'll go here with it. If Dame does have better range than Steph, so you're not you're not fixing your you're not fixing your lips. Kenny Smith is not fixing his knock kneed body to say that Dame Lillard is better than Chef Kirk. I no, know he's even, not even no, even even the range thing though. Think. I know it's not important in the greater scheme of things, but it's still ridiculous. Steph Curry's pregame workout used to be things that people would be pressed to get to the arena early for. They put his pregame workout on TV when cats like Paul Pierce and them supposed to be in the studio talking. They showing Steph in his pregame workout where he's damn near shooting from the tunnel like it's a normal shot. Yo, just because you do it more does not mean you You do it better. Like people exactly and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean he has more range. Like they both got crazy range. No doubt about it. I'm just like, let's stop with this out of sight, out of mind, out of sight, we're going to lose our minds with the stuff that we say 
Um, Here, here's here's come what on. I'll say, man. What I'll Steph say was, is, Steph is the originator. Steph, you know what I'm saying? If me and Steph Jimmy is, brought pizza to a party because we love pizza, and then people leave that party and they go buy that same pizza every single night for the next 30 nights, that don't mean we weren't the originators. <laughs> that not mean we don't have pizza Listen, game man. no more. I mean, this dude drawing. Listen, man, here's all. what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Steph, Steph Curry is one of the only players like currently playing that when he gets hot and he's in, 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 in his zone and I'm watching him play and I'm literally – No wow. human being can do that. <laughs> <laughs> like one of, the only, one of the only ones. And what I will say is it is out of sight, out of mind. But out of sight, lose in a your weird mind. way, almost like what Dame said, what Dame said uh, about those other jokers, it's like, yo, in a weird way, it's kind of respect for, for Steph. Because when you look at the way Dame has been playing, like that's the only person they can compare him to. Like, so it's it's, it's semi it's semi like yo, giving him his props, but it's also disrespectful at the same time. And like, how is that possible? I mean, the same way that Mario Chalmers, you know, what I mean, did Brown. But fact of the matter is, like, this dude is having a historic run in the bubble. He's the bubble MVP. He's playing out his mind. So they don't have it's hyperbole. So now we gotta like take the best point guard, arguably the best point guard in the league, and just compare him to him. Because it used to be, a couple weeks ago, it was like, you know, is he better than Kyrie? You know what I'm saying? Like, is he better than Russ? And like, Yo, a year, a year ago, and I love Dame, but a year ago, my man had to basically bitch his way into the All-Star game. Like, Yeah, he was barely, he was barely an All-Star. So now, now like, they like, yo, he's moved his Dame way better up. Than, now Dame better than Isaiah Thomas out this piece. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that that's all it is. It's hyperbole. It gets people talking. But, I mean, you making Steph mad. They about to get the it's number one pick in the draft. It's provocative. Get the people going. <laughs> yep, there you go. That's all it is. But shoot the Steph, right, man. But shout out to Dane for doing – shout out to Dane for even putting himself in the conversations that, that he's now in. Um, that shows hard work because Dane didn't come from – a situation of privilege. Dame didn't come from Duke or Kentucky or North Carolina or, or something like that. Neither him nor Steph, you know, came from a situation of privilege. And look at this. We're comparing them as the top two point guards maybe, arguably, in the league. Um, don't forget my man Russ mm-hmm. and, and people like that. But, you know, Dame is in the conversation now. Whether it's hyperbole or not for most, he's in it. So shout out to him for being in it. All right, so – Let's uh, talk about, Jim, what happened this week while everybody was on the ground. Before we do that, I just want to let you guys know, um, look, if if you guys have always wanted to learn about the stock market and how to make money work for you, but you haven't been able to, to, you know, to do so, look, we got some information for you that's not taught in school, but this information is important if you want to create wealth and leave a legacy. World of Sports. Is partnered with Bodyhood University to help you get started on your journey of learning to invest and possible financial freedom. So go to our website, click on the Bodyhood logo at the bottom of our homepage on our featured sponsors area, or you can uh, uh, check them out. Just use the little tab up top that says sponsors and partners, and you'll find them there as well. Either way, when you see that logo, make sure you click the Bodyhood logo, and um, you can use the promo code WRS, all caps, and you receive 15% off of everything on the Bodyhood site. It's not too late to secure your financial legacy, so go ahead and do it now. Jim, what happened? Why these good folks was on that grind? Yes, sir. And while you were on the Grizz Nye, it's brought to you by Sports the Book. The bottom line is the great sports book ever written. 
You can pick it up at sportsthebook.com or you can go right to our website at warroomsports.com. Just got to give you a couple stories. You can pick it up at your mama house. Oh, my bad. (laughs) Yo, 47-year-old, you know, 47-year-old they, because I don't want to use, I want to use the right pronoun. Oscar De La Hoya. I'm dissing my man. Ending his says he's going to end his <laughs> retirement. And the question we have is, will that damage his legacy, whatever you believe his legacy to be? I thought there's other decisions that he made that has damaged his legacy more than this, but you got to think about him <laughs> I knew Jimmy was going to take it there. No, I mean, definitely. Um, his, de- his legacy as a man has been damaged. Um, his legacy as a boxer is strong. Um, you know, he he's one of those fighters. He didn't fight every other weekend like uh, – like some people before him, um, his record thirty nine six with thirty KOs. Uh, like when you think about it, it doesn't sound as appealing as uh, what's your man uh, Julio Cesar Chavez. He got like eighty something wins. But like mm-hmm. I said, De La Hoya. If you look down the list of the people he fought throughout his whole career, he fought the best of the best of the best. So that's why I've always been a fan, and I've always given him his props into the um, to the lace um, panty situation. Um, but you know, <laughs> nothing against that either, because you know it's, it's you know people like to use the word homophobia it has nothing to do with that, because he claims that's not his lifestyle. So in my opinion, you making fun of my my my, my gay brothers and sisters by doing that kind of stuff. Um, but that's a whole nother uh, story, like how I flipped that. But um. Yeah, I've always been a fan of De La Hoya's, man. And I I don't know, it's like everybody's getting that itch now. And when they used to get the itch, you know, they were a few years out of the game. You know, they were still of age because I guess, you know, used to retire a little bit earlier back then, but 47 years old? Like you got Mike Tyson and, and Roy Jones out here in their 50s trying to fight, even though they're doing it under the guise of an exhibition. Um they haven't too detailed in what Oscar De La Hoya wants to do, but I think this is real. Like, I think he wants to get back into the reality of it, not in exhibitions. And I think at his weight class, I don't think that's going to be as easy to do. Like, we clown the heavyweight division and think after seeing Mike work out, like if he was to do this seriously, he could really be a contender in the heavyweight division. Oscar going to come out here 47 years old and get his goddamn block knocked off. And I am yeah. not gonna want to see that because I'm a fan of the dude. So I don't, I don't understand, man. I don't understand. Why don't y'all explain it to me? <laughs> Listen, I, I I can't explain it to you. Um, man, I I don't know. My thing I think Bull got one of the best resumes in the game, man. I think it's disrespectful to the younger generation too, man. It's disrespectful yeah. to the younger generation. Like, I'll ride by a playground, see some cats out there balling, like, yo, they trash, I dog them. I never think, like, I'm going to get out there and do it because yeah. I don't want to disrespect no, my, them like that. Disrespect but my thing youth. is this, though, Jim. My thing is, like, you ride by, I'm like, man, they trash. I would have dogged them at that age. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Not now I'm going to come out there and dog them because that's not true. And it's not and also, true for like, Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> like, is your life that boring? Like, is your life really that boring? Right. Too rich. Nothing to do. Yo, stuff your life. No more, no more ladies' was, draws to wear. Like, what? Yo, yo. Adrian <laughs> Broner was just on a. Just did an interview with Vlad, and he went in on Oscar. He said Oscar don't care about nobody but Mexican fighters, and he called him trash. But who was? One of the, Adrian Broner. Who Brody. called him that? 
Adrian Broner. He said that uh, oh, 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 uh, no. Golden Boy Golden Boy Promotions don't look out for nobody uh, except for Mexican fighters. I was hoping you was gonna say but somebody anyway. with more credibility. Um, I was hoping you saying like somebody yeah. like the Charlo brothers, because if because if Oscar mouthed off to one of them, he's really gonna get his block knocked off. But um, <laughs> yeah, he don't want that. He don't want that. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. So Oscar, man, he yo, might come out. Chill, he man. might come out of retirement and beat a Adrian Broner. <laughs> yo, real quick, uh, I want to ask you guys about this. The Cincinnati Reds they suspend their broadcaster uh, Tom Brenneman after he uttered a homophobic, yeah. homophobic slur live on TV. He didn't know yeah. it was running. He talked about being the uh, the F A, the F word capital of the world. He I don't done. know where he was talking about. Probably San Francisco, I would guess. Yeah. If I had to, everybody you know, says guess. That. Yeah, I mean, because you know, in the black community, you know, we would think like Atlanta, but. I don't think white people think on that same plane because they, first of all, they don't probably hang in Atlanta as much as, much as, as we do. And, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's just not, but, but yeah, like that was the story behind that because it, it sounded, it didn't come as a part of the broadcaster that he think they were still like, in commercial or, yeah, or was it one of those, like, um, was it one of those MLB extra innings channels, just like the league pass? Like a lot of times, like me, when you're watching League Pass, you hear everything they're saying during commercial, and they may not. Yeah. Their their local broadcast will be on commercial, and they're not knowing that these League Pass some of these League Pass channels aren't showing commercials, and you can hear everything they're saying. So I wonder if that was the no. Situation. I know what you're talking about, but I did hear I, it. I live. don't know if that was it. It sounded like he. It just I mean, sounded like live, he didn't know. Maybe he. Maybe he read. Yeah, maybe he was reading like Oscar was coming back, and he was like, "This Uncle Clifford here." Yeah. He going in. <laughs> yeah. So broadcaster's been messing up. So he's been suspended, but I pretty much think his career's over. Um, yeah. You, you just, you're just not allowed you know, to use that word no more. Like in hip hop in the '90s, it just came off your mouth like it was like you were saying the or a. But like, um, yo, shout to Parrish Smith. Shout to Parrish Smith. Yo. Right, Parrish Smith got the hardest right. use of that word in the, in the history of hip hop. It's like he paused, he paused to say it extra like hard. Like, yo, why you do that? Anyway, <laughs> I, I, yo, I wonder what he does when they perform that live now. Um, yeah, and anyway. Nas was a little disrespectful I'm, with that word in Ether. Not even the rap parts. He's talking like, man. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yo, it, it was easy. Hornets, you, you can't do that no more. The Charlotte Hornets, they also suspended their broadcaster, uh, John Fox, um, after he tweeted a racial slur. He said it was a mistype when he was trying to send out a tweet. He was talking about the Jazz and the Nuggets game, and he said it's a Jazz and a Niggers game. Um, and said let, me tell, let me tell you this, Jeff. Let me tell you this. I 100% unequivocally believe him that it was a typo or, or autocorrect or something like that. However, I know from experience yeah. that your phone only autocorrects you to words that you've used a lot on your phone. Yep. So yep. I 100% believe that he didn't mean to type the jazz and the niggers. But what I yeah. do know, like I said from experience, that he might be throwing that nigger word out in his text a whole lot if his phone decided to autocorrect to that word. He he's been yeah. suspended as well. The other guy I forget, I forgot to mention while we were talking about Brenneman, he was he's been taken off uh Fox NFL broadcast too. He does football as well. 
so he's not going to be on the the NFL joints. So yeah, he, he, he's done. Yeah, he's done. Um, it definitely like if Fox. You, if you he can come back lot, from this because his, his his crime is against black people. He can come back from this. That's true. It'll take if a you minute, type words a lot, your phone will try to make you type those words. So oh, I yeah. agree. Like, because oh, yeah. my phone always autocorrects me. It's always trying to get me to say nudes. But uh, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I be trying to say what's <laughs> up And my phone be like what that mouth do But <laughs> <laughs> be like stop it Where did you go from Everything I type is say send news Yo anyway um... <laughs> oh. those, those are the Yo where the hell is Beyonce oh, hey. Yo Beyonce still with his son Yo <laughs> So yeah, anyway, what your phone yo. be saying? I'm still around. <laughs> what your phone be around. saying? <laughs> that shot. <laughs> yo, yo, anyway, man. Those, that's what happened this past week while you were on the ground. Before we get out of here, Dad, tell everybody what happened this day before this week. Y'all out of line every week. What's wrong with y'all? All right, so um, this date in sports history is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. If you or your business need a custom website solution, well, you are in the right place. Because if you need dynamic, professional, and most of all, affordable custom website solutions, you need Digital Extreme Technologies. No need to break the bank for an effective online presence. Top quality, results-driven websites at incredibly affordable prices, and yes, financing options are available. So visit DigitalExtremeTech.com or call 267-205-4203. And for discounted rates, be sure to tell them the homies over at War Room Sports sent you. All right. Um, August 20th, 1991. Now, listen to this. How does, how does this going to blow your mind? Dan Marino surpasses Joe Montana, you know, not in statistics, not in yardage, touchdowns, anything like that. We know Dan did all of that eventually. But he surpassed Joe Montana as the highest paid NFL player with a five-year extension. Guys, guess how much his extension was for? Five years. Seven. $25 million. He was getting a hefty $5 million a year. You got Dak Prescott asking for $40 million a year this many years later, and he can't hold Dan Marino's jockstrap. Inflation is, is a mother. Um, That's crazy. Like, he was the yeah. highest-paid player in the NFL, Damn. making $5 million a year. Like, there are yeah, straight-up trash truck juice bum players in the league now making $5 million a year. Yo, Shut up, you chick, Daniel. Month. Man, times are good right now, man. What a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, man. He was running around bragging. Yeah, that's crazy. the highest-paid ever in this game. Let me get my five. Yo, man. <laughs> I just recently, I just recently watched Narcos, yo. That's the kind of money that Pablo was using to um, light his uh, fireplace. Anyway, <laughs> Pablo, uh, he was, he was using that merino that. money. Hey, yo, go out, go in the safe and get my merinos. I'm, I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cold right now. Yo, get my merinos. Yo, we laughing and that shit is really true. Yo, anyway, man, it's time to get out of here. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody on every app that's chimed in. Um, to the call that we appreciate you. Those we couldn't get to, we apologize, man. Yo, 
Just watch us all week. Catch everything we do, man, and check us back here next time. Everything we do can be found at the Hub, which is warroomsports.com. Find all of our social media links, um, all of our content, everything, man. And pick up our book, Sports the Book. You can go to sportsthebook.com or right back at that Hub of warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.